Hello everyone, my name is Andrew and you're listening to Hey, I'm Talking Here, the podcast where I talk about anything and everything I find interesting. In this episode, we're going to be talking about British panel shows, which I watch religiously. So a British panel show would be something along the lines of QI or 8 out of 10 cats or 8 out of 10 cats do countdown or hypothetical. So those shows, except for hypothetical, follow the same type of formula where there is a host that is always the exact same, usually at least one guest who's always the exact same, and then a set of celebrities who fill out the rest of the cast. So for QI, there is the host, Sandy, used to be Stephen Fry as the host, and then Alan Davies, who's always on, and then three other guests. For eight out of 10 cats, there is the host, Jimmy Carr, the two team leaders that change either every series or every couple series, and then two guests for each team leader. So for eight out of 10 cats, do countdown. It's the same, it is Jimmy Carr as the host. Two team leaders, usually Sean Locke and John Richardson. Two guests, one with each of them to fill out their team. And then there's Dictionary Corner with Susie Dent and a guest. And then there is Rachel Riley doing the numbers and letters. So then there's Hypothetical, a panel show, but it doesn't follow the same formula. It has two hosts, James Acaster and Josh Whittacombe. And then four guests, two per team. I'll just give you a quick information about what the shows talk about. So QI is called is short for quite interesting, and it asks questions. And then usually there's an answer that everybody knows. Like when you smell burnt toast, what does that mean? Oh, that means that you're having a stroke. That's incorrect. That's just false. So they will lose points for that. And then you say, oh, it means the toast is burning. That's the correct answer. There's no sort of anything that makes you smell burnt toast except burning toast. So that person will get points. But if you say, oh, I once smelled burnt toast because of blah, 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 and then have an interesting story, you get extra points for that. So it's very much the right answer that you're thinking of isn't actually the right answer. It's something different. And the more you talk and have stories, the more points you rack up. Eight out of 10 cats is a show where they poll the audience for interesting news stories that they are talking about in this period. So for the week, and they just talk about, oh, what do you think the new story is that people think? And you say, this one, yep, that's the highest one. And they talk about the new story. Then there's 8 out of 10 Cats Do Countdown, which is hosted by Jimmy Carr. It is a comedy version of Countdown, which is a more serious version. It'd be like comparing Jeopardy and Uh-Oh from YTV, if you, if you remember that old show where they dump slime on you if you got stuff wrong. It's that kind of like, one of them's very serious, one of them not so much. So with 8 out of 10 Cats Do Countdown, they have the uh, host, Jimmy Carr. He introduces the uh, team leaders and their teammates. They do a little gag kind of joke, and then they bring in their mascots, which is just something where the contestants get to do some of their stand-up and joking skills and whatnot. Then they answer math questions and word scrambles to see who can get the most points. And then whoever wins, wins some sort of funny fake prize type thing. And then there's hypothetical, which I just discovered, and it's really funny. It is basically the people are given hypothetical questions. If you're transported back in time and you have to become the new Spice Girl, how would you do it? Or how much would it cost for you to wear a puppet on your hand for one year? You can't discuss the puppet. You can't explain why you're doing it. It has to say something every, uh, every conversation you're in, something along those lines. So it really gets you thinking, okay, how much would it cost for me to do this? Or how would I do this? And they usually bring out some sort of prop and act out what has been hypothetically uh, said. So those are just some of the panel shows I watch. I'm not 100% sure 
when I first started watching them. I've been to England a couple times and Scotland. I don't think I watched them there. I think it was because my grandfather is English. I've always had an interest in English things and such and TV shows like Doctor Who and all that. So it could have been just like, oh, I'm going to see what kind of English shows I can watch. Oh, hey, look, what are these? These are panel shows. Okay, this is interesting. And then I kind of watched them and got hooked on them. Because uh, I don't think I, I think I've watched those before I went to England. But I didn't watch any of them while I was in England. Because um, I was too busy sightseeing and stuff. So I didn't really have time for TV to be flicked on. Nope, that is a lie. I think I first watched 8 out of 10 cats or 8 out of 10 cats do countdown when I was in the hotel at the end of the day when me and my sister were in England for the first time. I flipped it on and I saw it and I was like, wow, this show's pretty interesting. So I think that's where I first got, maybe I first saw that one live, but like I've seen re-recordings and whatnot uh, before that, but yeah, so that's uh, that's how I originally, I think, I just became interested in it and I've watched a bunch of it and I just find it so much more interesting than like North American panel shows or quiz shows just because they they get away with so much more. Like, I don't know if, I guess we're stricter over here with wh what can be said and what can be shown and whatnot. But over there, it's like, it's just a free for all. Like it is like you're having people saying some outlandish things and just doing some crazy uh crazy sketches and like crazy distracting things like jimmy carr usually quote unquote gets naked on the show where it's actually just a stand-in but you see his like butt and all that kind of stuff and it's just a very more lax so it's it's more like not raunchy but it has that more like I don't know, maybe like foreign feel where it's like, this isn't like what I'm used to watching. So maybe that's why I'm so interested in them, but I just really like them. I like uh, British comedians a lot, like James Acaster, uh, he's really good. Basically anyone who's been on the show is really good. I like Johnny Vegas, Josh Whittacombe, he's funny. All basically people I've learned of from watching the shows, but they just have this very like great sense of humor that I really appreciate and really interests me so that's why I watch those more because I'm like oh I, why would I watch Jeopardy when I can watch these people talk about whatever they're talking about and having really funny better stuff than I don't know maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a fanboy for uh, for England and such <laughs> but I, uh, I I watch every time every time a new episode comes out I watch it I just also find like the shows are like, I, I like doing word scrambles and I like trying to do the math with eight out of 10, eight out of 10 cats to countdown. That one's really interesting because it, it engages your brain. I'm like, okay, I got nine letters here. I have to make the biggest word I can. Uh, I've got a four and a risky five. Like it's very engaging and math. I kind of just look at and go, those are numbers that may and or may not add up to other numbers. <laughs> eight out of 10 cats itself. I kind of just watch because it's usually news that is related to uh, England and such. So I, I, I'm i just kind of following along. I don't really know what's new over there. So I can't really guess and talk about or like, and I'm just kind of listening and learning. <laughs> uh, hypothetical is cool because it's it's all just like hypothetical questions. And it'd be, it really makes me go like, hmm, I wonder how much it would cost me or how much I would have to be paid to do this. Or what would I do if I had to be put in this situation? And it really, it's really interesting. And then QI just, I'm like, ah, I know this answer, it's blank. Oh, that's wrong. It is not, everyone thinks it is that, but it's not, it's actually this. 
oh, well, I learned something new. So it's, they're all very stimulating in different ways. Like, I guess Jeopardy is, but it's more like, hey, do you know this answer? No? Okay. Hey, do you know this answer? No? Okay. What about this answer? I think I know this answer. Like, I, f I feel the other, the Br British panel shows are much more engaging, for me at least. Um, but I haven't watched every single quiz show or what are they called in North America? Like, uh, game shows. That's what they're called, game shows. I haven't watched like a bunch of quiz shows or game shows over here very much. So maybe there are shows like 8 of 10 Cats, 8 of 10 Cats to Countdown, QI, Hypothetical over here, but I just haven't seen them. That's always an option too. Hello everyone, this is a segment I'm going to be adding in to the shows. Uh, eventually, maybe, who knows, sponsors will go here. But as of next episode, near the end of the episode, I will be throwing in a little segment where I just talk about content creators that I find really interesting. I'll just talk about what they do, what I like about them. It could be anybody from a podcaster to a YouTuber to a basically anyone. Just to say like, hey, I like this person. This is what they do. You can check them out here and then I'll put a link to their stuff in the show notes uh, just so I can, you know, show off people that I enjoy as well. Um, and then who knows, maybe sponsors will go in the section, but I will always be shouting out people. I could fill a whole episode talking about content creators or I could give every single person a little spotlight of their own and then go from there. So look out for next episode. When this will not be an explanation, this will be a shout out to my first content creator. Now, back to the show. Okay, so do I recommend British panel shows? 100%. <laughs> um, I love them. If you want to see, get a taste of what they're about, you can go on Google and type in like 8 out of 10 cats, do countdown, best of, or compilations, and you'll get like 45 minute to an hour clips of just hilarious moments that went on on the show so if you want to get your toes wet that's a great way to do it just watch and see if you like it and then you can try and find a way to watch it i really suggest watching them uh you can also learn about comedians that way and then watch all of their stuff like i did with james acaster i learned about him from that watch his stuff on netflix listen to his podcast bought his books just completely just completely just absorbed with all of that so that's how i also find really good comedians new comedians to check out and i can just consume all of their content so that's how i learned about richard aowadi uh i think I, i've seen the it crowd before and garth Marenghi's dark place but i originally think i think i originally saw him in big fat quiz of the year with him and noel fielding i believe it is um on the team and he was hilarious watched a bunch of his stuff own like his four three or four books i own them so that's basically how i discover new comedians to watch so now i'll leave you off with a final recommendation for a panel show to watch it follows the same type of setup so you have the host two team leaders and then two guests on each team leader's uh, sides it is called what i lie to you it is a panel show where each person has to tell a story it is either a lie or a truth. And the other side, the other team, has to guess, are they lying to us or are they telling us the truth? Very simple. And then they'll bring on a person and say, how do you know this person? Okay, well, contestant A says he's the person who trims my hedges and he saved my life when I fell in a pool. 
person B says he was a driving instructor and failed me four times before giving pity on me and finally passing. And the last person would say, oh, it is my great uncle's brother's cousin's husband's son who once played a trick on me and now I whatever. And then the other team has to be, okay, who actually knows this person? What kind of, when they tell their story, what kind of facts do they get right? Do they get wrong? Well, not right or wrong, but like what one seems suspect, what one seem like they're telling the truth. And then they have to pick, okay, we think person B is the person who knows them. And then they say yes or no. And then that's basically the show. And it's really great. Very funny, very interesting. You can find on YouTube lots of best segments, compilations, whatnot of the show. It is really good. So if you take anything from this episode, watch British panel shows, give them a try, and hopefully you like them as much as I do. Anyways, my name is Andrew. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please give us a follow on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until I see you next time, have a great week.